Hi everyone, welcome back to Sustainability Speaks. Um, this is your host, Stasia. On today's podcast, I'm very excited to welcome Duncan from Climate 8. Hi, Hi, if you would like to introduce yourself and just give the listeners and myself a bit of an overview um, about Climate 8, that would be great. Sure. So Climate is a, it's an investment app. So it's a, it's a fintech um, and we're quite novel. We, uh, we, I think we're the first to do it. We basically make it super easy for anyone to invest in companies that are already having a positive impact on climate change, hence the name Climate. And uh, we're focused on kind of six core themes. So we have clean energy, uh, clean technology, electric mobility, sustainable food, circular economy, and clean water systems. And we think these six mega trends are not only the way to have an impact with your money, but also these are trends that are going to be you know, stronger from the investment side for the next decades as we need to move away systemically from, you know, for example, combustion engines towards electric vehicles. So we think that if you're a long-term investor in these kinds of themes, you're likely to do well, uh, but also you're likely to be able to have impacts with your money, unlike a lot of the other kind of investment platforms where they're not really focused on, on climate impact. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that overview. I think also it will be very interesting to hear um, more about your background, perhaps, and how you got into the sustainable investing space and into fintech and just where the idea to start this um, came from. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my, my journey is, I guess, is a little bit eclectic. So I started, I started life as a, as a lawyer. So I did, uh, did a law degree, qualified as a lawyer with a sort of big city law firm in London. And then I discovered venture capital. I thought, wow, that's super exciting, getting involved with early stage companies. Um, so I did that for five or six years, um, mainly with a kind of West Coast VC or, or, or a, um, a fund that had an office on the West Coast in America, as well as in London and in Paris. And I was investing in kind of early stage, mainly software companies, but also some internet. And then, um, and then I kind of had the idea that, you know, it'd be interesting to start my own company. And I was really interested in, in sustainability. And, uh, and so I started my first business, which we, 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 we took household waste. So very glamorous. Uh, and we developed technology to convert it into, into biofuel. And, um, you know, that was, that was, you know, an interesting journey. I think it was seven or eight years. We ended up raising some best part of $100 million from people like Goldman Sachs. Um, and that's, I mean, that's some years ago now. And then I guess rolling forward, you know, to, to, to nearer time, I've spent a lot of the last seven or eight years kind of investing in other people's companies and helping them on the journey as a kind of going partly back to being a, a venture capitalist, um, helping them with kind of early stage product and hiring and raising money. Um, and then I kind of had the epiphany for this business that, well, that's lovely, but maybe I could build a platform to make it easy for anyone to be investing in these kinds of companies that are having impact you know to build a better planet for ourselves and for our children and so that was that was kind of the light bulb moment i think about three years ago and then we started building a team i started sort of selling the vision the dream um brought in some incredible people we're now 41 professionals about half the team of software engineers um a whole team of kind of product uh, designers and we have an in-house investment team as well so i think that's one of our USPs, kind of our u- unique selling points, is that we are ex- experts in sustainability. Um, like I said, I've, I've been in the space uh, almost 20 years, um, and we are you know, putting together portfolios of companies that are genuinely 
already having impact um, on, on 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 climate change. And I think that's it's partly a function of kind of putting together all of the different experiences I, I've had over the years in, in not only in venture, but all in, in renewable infrastructure, in private equity, and um, in digital, in the energy transition, a lot of a lot of software companies I've been involved and invested in are helping with um, moving away from kind of uh, fossil fuel um, energy generation to renewables. So solar wind, energy storage, and all the digital um, assets platforms you need to enable that. So yeah, an eclectic background, um, but um, I think makes it sort of super relevant to build what we're doing at Climates, where you kind of need all those pieces to sort of really understand how you can have an impact on this this massive problem of, of climate change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and super interesting. I actually studied law at university and will be starting my training contract in September 2024. Um, oh, so cool. we're, you know, kind of on the same, were previously on the same paths. Um, so yeah, very excited for that. Um, and I guess also what may be very interesting for the listeners to um, have a better understanding of, you know, the impact that climate is able to have on, uh, you know, being able to fight climate change. So in terms of the whole concept of, uh, for, for me, what seems uh, to be about climate is that it's about ethical investing. And what would be your, um, I guess, definition or explanation of that, just so the listeners get a better understanding? Yeah, so I think, so ethical investing, it's kind of a broad brush term. Um, some asset managers, some sort of fintech apps do, I would say, a pretty mediocre job, and they are they're just screening out some sort of sort of worst offenders from their portfolios. So there's this whole theme of ESG, environmental, social, and governance funds that have you know really taken off in the last few years, in particular with like an absolute tsunami of money, trillions of dollars have moved into these funds, um, and they're actually not doing. A great job in terms of actual impact because they're screening out kind of the worst kind of fossil fuel companies but typically those funds will still hold fossil fuel um, businesses in their portfolio so you know the, we, we did some research and we found that the, the 20 largest by assets under management esg funds in the world hold on average 17 fossil fuel stocks and they also hold um gambling stocks and alcohol uh, tobacco and other sort of um, undesirables if you think you're investing ethically. And so we think there's a much better way to do it. So rather than just negatively screening out kind of the worst of the worst, which still leaves you with some um, unappetizing things if you want to be genuinely investing ethically, um, we do the opposite. We act actively go out and look for companies that have a product or service that is making a difference um, on, on climate change. And so in some, in some ways, it's, it's easier. You know, we're just looking for companies in those six themes I mentioned. So in particular, clean energy. You know, so there's a lot of solar and wind and energy storage, um, you know, in our, in our portfolios. There's a lot of kind of electric mobility. We're adding more and more on sustainable food. Obviously, that's a big, that's a big trend. That's a mega trend as we all move away. You know, we're eating less meat, um, moving towards more plant-based foods and, and drinks. Um, and so though that's a mega trend that will continue for the, for the coming decades. So we're focused on those kinds of companies rather than just sort of screening out, um, which is what are sort of the quote unquote ethical or sustainable funds are, are typically doing. We think there's a much better way. And if you generally want to be having impact, 
you need to be an active investor rather sort of passively just screening out the worst of the worst. And the organizations that you have in your portfolio, um, the way that you select them, are there any particular KPIs that you focus on um, and what's the process? Yeah, so we have, as I said, we have a six-person in-house investment team, which is which is pretty unusual for a, for a sort of a, a fintech like ours, a, a, you know, an app. Um, typically, other apps will rely on third-party funds from larger asset managers. Um, so we have an in-house investment team of, of experts, and they do top-down. So they're looking at, um, you know, they're looking at kind of the, the, the broader themes, but then they're really getting the weeds into the weeds of the individual companies so they're looking at you know the, the core the core metric or kpi as you put it is kind of is is the majority of this company's revenue coming from a product that is having an impact on climate change that's kind of the, the main one and then we look at things like social and governance so is this a well-run company are they doing the right thing for their employees as you know, as well as their as as their as their customers, what you know, what is their supply chain? Is do they have a you know a, a sustainable supply chain? So all those others, but that's that that comes after the primary filter is looking at does this company sell it sell a good product? You know that we that we're all moving to kind of as consumers, um, and therefore yeah, therefore our, our hypothesis is that you know if you're in, if you're investing in these kinds of companies that as consumers we're or users we're, we're, we're buying more into like electric vehicles and, and buying clean energy for our homes and, and you know, plant-based burgers rather than meat-based burgers. Um, you know, as we move towards these kinds of products as consumers, it seems pretty likely that over, over time, as investors in these kinds of companies, you're going to do pretty well. So that's, yeah, so that's really the main, the main filter is what is the product or, or service. And then we look at, you know, is, are these well-managed companies? Are they on a, are they growing um, uh, and and do they have a good you know good management team? Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I guess also what's very interesting is who who's your target audience in terms of who are you trying to attract to invest in these organizations? Um, and also how can someone get started? Yeah, really good question. so we we've 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 managed to attract. A whole range of ages so we've got people in their kind of early 20s invested the minimum which is 25 pounds so it's very kind of easy access to to, to onboard with us and and start investing with you know relatively small amounts of money but we've also got people in their 50s who've invested you know 150,000 pounds with us and they've moved a lot of their ices you know their their tax wrapped investment um money uh, from other providers so Without naming names, pretty much every single other sort of uh, fintech or investment platform, we've had people move chunks of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds from other platforms. Once people have kind of done a bit of research and realize that those other platform providers are not really doing a very good job on, on you know, providing a genuinely impactful portfolio to the users. Yeah, so to answer your question, it's, it's really a whole range. And that's really kind of the mission we're keen to build a community of people who want to have climate impact you want to make a difference with their money um, and their savings and then later their pensions right now we have a, a general investment account um, we'll be launching a a pension product a little bit later in the year we're about to launch a, a junior isa so uh if you have children you can also put um some money into that and obviously that's great sort of messaging you know, you're literally investing in companies that are building a better future uh for, for, for our children so that's coming soon 
So, so yeah, so it's, it's a whole range of, of different types of ages. Um, we have a really good kind of gender balance. So 33% of our uh, users are, are women. Um, and that's, again, way above kind of industry averages. And, you know, we think that's, that's fantastic. We, obviously, our theme, um, you know, is, is very attractive to, you know, people thinking about the future for themselves and their kids. Um, but and also it's different wealth points. You know, we've got some very wealthy people on the platform and some not very wealthy people on the platform. And it's really about building a community of people who want to make a difference. And that's more of a kind of a mindset rather than sort of an age or a wealth thing. And so, yeah, we we welcome everybody on. Um, we're, we're offering more and more content. There's some sort of more and more educational pieces around climate impact investing and then more generally around investing. So, for example, right now, inflation is raging. Um, your money's actually, <clears throat> you're losing money in the, in the bank account right now because it's actually uh, getting eaten away by inflation. So perhaps, you know, you might want to think about um, some long-term investing with a, with a little bit of your money. Um, so sort of more general uh, education as well. We're looking to do more and more of that. But yeah, we're, we're, we're keen to have all and everybody um, on, our, on our platform. Yeah, very interesting. Um, and also important because I think accessibility in any type of, climate change action um, is very important because I feel like so much so so often people feel um, quite powerless and they don't really know what to do and they think oh this may not be for me because I'm not old enough or I'm not rich enough or I don't know enough and I think breaking down those barriers um, is very important and also is the way to drive change essentially. I think that's right I mean this, this is a brilliant piece of research that came out um, that says you can have 20 times the impact with your money than you can with all the other behavioral changes like eating less meat, flying less, cycling more, um, you know, buying clean energy for your home, et cetera. So you can generally have a, a really good impact with, you know, even with small amounts of money um, on, 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 and that's kind of, kind of part of our mission is to empower people, make people feel that they can do something um, as well as, you know, those behavioral changes, you can make a difference. Um, you know, with, with, with your money. And so, yeah, it's partly around empowerment. It's partly around education, raising awareness. And hopefully that, that community building thing, you know, we've just launched a really neat referral uh, scheme. So if you refer our app uh, to a friend, family member, we then donate uh, to um, a brilliant charity called Orca. And uh, we love, we love, we love factoids at, at Climate. Um, you can have with, with, by basically helping save whales, this, this is remarkable, you can actually have a bigger impact than planting thousands of trees. So one whale has, um, I think three or 4,000 times the, the carbon sequestration impact of planting uh, trees. Uh, so yes, and this is this is charity called Orca we've, we've just sort of partnered with. And so we're now um, donating to them um, every time that somebody, you know, one of our users refers a friend to us so yes yeah, so it's it's the things like that making it kind of engaging um impactful making people feel that they can they can make a difference yeah that sounds great and i guess also something that you've mentioned um just at the beginning of uh, answering this question in terms of saying that money may, may perhaps have the most significant amount of impact on you know people being able to take action do you think that Perhaps there are any other aspects of like consumer behavior or consumer action um, that can improve the health of the planet, or would you um, put 
investing and just the way where you put your money at the top of something that can have the, the greatest amount of impact. I mean, like I said, there is this research that, 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 that suggests that actually it's the, it's the thing which can have the biggest impact, but we don't, I mean, we don't want to, um, you know, reduce people's desire to, 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 we need lifestyle changes, right? We all need to, you know, be cycling more and, 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 and flying less and, you know, eating less meat. I mean, meat is just, you know, the, the, you know, the impact of a particular kind of cows, cattle is just disastrous um, on the planet. So we've, we've got to be doing all those things. And I think there's, there's a big, there's a big trend that way. You know, veganism is on the rise, is on the rise. So, so that all that stuff we have to be doing as well, right? Um, we need all these kind of micro, micro changes, but we also need to be making sure our money is not invested in fossil fuel companies. Um, which are literally destroying our planet. I mean, it makes no sense. You know, there's there's 2.6 trillion pounds in pen, people's pensions in the UK, and a lot of that money is sitting in the wrong companies that are literally destroying our planet. I mean, and it makes absolutely no sense to be doing that. So, you know, you you, you can and should be making a difference with your with your savings, and, and when you start to you know have a pension with with your pension as well by making sure those 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 things are, are invested in the right areas. But there's also the upside. It's not kind of all doom and gloom on the investment side. You know, as I said, these are these are all mega trends we're investing into. So you're likely to do over the long term very well as an investor. So there's upside. You know, it's not just about saving the planet. It's about actually there's an incredible investment opportunity here as well as we move more towards you know, clean energy. Energy storage is a massive you know trend right now because we need to have more energy storage to store that so and wind because the, so, the sun doesn't shine you know 24 hours a day the wind doesn't blow 24 hours a day so you need energy storage so energy storage is a, is a really interesting kind of growing um in, in, in investment theme uh, for us and, and and others um and like, as i mentioned sort of plant-based meats um there's a lot of really interesting software companies that are doing great things to facilitate the energy transition um, so yeah we're investing in all the, all of these kinds of companies and, and we think you can not only have an impact but you can do you're likely to do over the long term, you know, the stock market does go down as well as up and, you know, you need to be careful. Um, but over the long term, um, 10, 20, 30 year period, you're likely to do really well investing in these kind of these mega trends for the, for the coming decades. And also something that I think will be very interesting um, to hear your opinion and your um, answer to is the, is the, the question is in terms of where would you advise someone to start looking where their money is going because as, as you mentioned so many individuals who have a pension a lot of it is invested in fossil fuels for example um or you know gambling where is the starting point for someone to actually figure out where their money is going and then make a change yeah it's i would say it's quite tricky because a lot of the uh, a lot of the kind of the general the, the fund managers and the the way the asset management industry is kind of structured uh, currently it's not that easy to find out exactly what's sitting in your in your you know your savings where your money is being invested so often they will share what are the top 10 holdings in a in a fund but they won't necessarily share the entire holdings and we you know we're much more transparent so we have over 400 stocks across our portfolio, you can generally see what is invested. So for example, um, and this is not a stock recommendation, but Tesla is about 0.9%, so it's slightly less than 1% of our portfolio. So we are highly transparent. You can see exactly uh, you know, the, the companies and, 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 and specialist you know, instruments funds we're investing into. And so it is tricky with other providers. You, you know, and, and there was a great example not long ago in the Financial Times, um, I won't name and shame, but there was another quite well-known platform provider 
and uh, one of the users, and it's just an example of many, many, uh, had, a, had a look at what was sitting in her portfolio with this provider and realized that actually there's some really nasty stuff in there that she wouldn't want her money being invested into, you know, fossil fuels, for example, and gambling and tobacco. And she, and she scratched, she didn't really have to actually, with that provider, dig that deep. And she found that and she immediately removed her money and she moved it to us. She found us and, and because we are investing in the right kinds of companies and we're highly transparent. Um, and yeah, and so, yeah, that was, I mean, that was, you know, that's a really good example of how it is quite difficult. And, and yet, you know, we do exist, we're tiny, but we're growing fast and, you know, we want to have as much impact as possible. So um, if you want to be sort of genuinely, you know, sure, you need to do a little bit of research. Some of the providers, it's very easy to find out what they're doing, others, not so much, um, but hopefully people will become, you know, other providers will become more and more transparent and, and show more and more what, what, is, what is going on with, um, with the funds that they're, they're investing into. And you mentioned growth and quick growth, uh, which is obviously very great. And I think it would be amazing to hear from you what have been your biggest successes so far with Climate and also perhaps some um, future goals as well. Yeah, so as I said, we're, we're growing our user base nicely. Um, the team's growing as well. We've raised 12 million pounds in venture capital funding. Um, including a piece from Channel 4, so the, um, the television channel, Channel 4. Um, we started advertising with Channel 4. Um, as part of that, we brought on board um, a brilliant lady called Hannah Fry, um, you may have heard of, and she's a sort of mathematician, television presenter on the BBC. Um, she does a podcast, interestingly, with, with Google called Google Deep Minds. An absolutely brilliant lady, quite funny as well. Uh, quite irreverent. Uh, I really like that. Um, and so she is. She's 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 part of our our first television advert. So that that that's great. That's quite fun. Um, I'm going to be doing some more with her with Hannah. Um, so that I would say that's quite an exciting little little little, little piece of what we're doing. Uh, we we've done some crowdfunding, which has been going quite well. We've got five thousand investors who've invested in the company. By a Crowdcube, we're actually going to be launching another round with them quite soon. So, if people want to be investing in our company, our journey, as well as uh, in the app, um, then you know we'd welcome that. Uh, that's coming soon as well. And what else? Yeah, I mean, we're focused on the UK right now, but we think there's a real opportunity to go overseas. I think you know people around the world are you know nervous about climate change and want to want want a solution and we think we can be you know part part of that solution letting people find a way to invest in in companies that are that are genuinely making a difference on climate change and when you say that you're currently primarily focused on the uk is that in terms of your consumer base so individuals who invest or your portfolio it's the consumer base. So right now, our, right. our app you can find in the app stores and on, you know in Google Play uh, only in the UK. So you need to be kind of in in the UK. Um, but the portfolio is global. So we have, as I said, we've got over four hundred stocks across the portfolio, and those are listed in Europe, America, Asia, as well as the UK, um, and across those six investment themes, and across different asset classes as well. So it's not just equity. We're also investing in some bonds. There's green bonds in there. There's a carbon credit pro product in there. So carbon credits is a really interesting um, kind of newish asset class. Um, and other bits and pieces. So it's, yeah, it's, um, 
yeah, it's 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 a it's a global portfolio that that people are investing into with us. Well, Duncan, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It was amazing speaking with you and learning more about Climate and what you do. Um, for all of our listeners, um, I will include all the links to Climate in the description of this podcast and also on our socials. So please do make sure to check them out. Thanks, Anastasia. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. For all of our listeners, please ensure to follow Sustainability Speaks on Spotify, on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook for future updates. Thank you for listening.